Hi and welcome to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm your host Renee Bennett and this is a leadership podcast for ordinary girls compelled to lead an extraordinary life. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. Hello there guys, it's Renee here. Hey, today is an amazing celebration of our 10,000 downloads. And I just wanna say again, a huge thank you to you guys for making it happen. Um, As you know, we've done a giveaway this week, so congrats on the person that won that. We just want to continue for you guys to share this podcast because I know I get messages all the time about how much it's helping different people. And I mean all ages from 14-year-olds right through to 35-year-olds. So um, so good to have you along. For our celebration today, our 10,000 download episode, I thought that we would talk about your very favorite subject, which of course has got to do with guys, girls, dating and relationships. So... My special guest today, I thought I'd bring back along my husband. Hey, babe. Hey. <laughs> How is everyone? Congratulations on the 1,000 downloads. Um, 1,000? Sorry, 10,000. <laughs> 10,000 having a massive influence and an impact um, on, on so many, not just girls, not just girls. Um, no, do I you know how many guys listen? Totally. Yeah. They're all sneaking in and listening. Yes, they they are. So today the guys are... Girls, you need to share this episode with all the guy friends you you know because we're going to talk about what a girl wants, what a girl needs in a guy. So if you are a guy, especially if you're single, you need to listen to this too, right? Well, maybe you could sort of share it along to the person that's the the highest interest to you. Give them a little (laughs) bit of a heads up on how they should conduct themselves. You could, that is true. You could send it along for a bit of a hint. Okay, so what I did during the week is I asked all the single girls, what's the one thing that you want in a guy? Then I asked the married girls, what do you think is the one thing that the single girl should want in a guy? But then Cameron and I are going to weigh in on what we think is the one thing that you need. Like if you could only choose one. Just one? Yeah. Just one. Don't say it yet. You, you've got the whole podcast to think about it. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna start off with what the single girls think, right? So I've I've kind of compiled their list, and we can talk about what what we think. There was some good there was some good stuff in there. Was, was there a dominant theme? Mm, no, nah, not really. Oh, maybe a few, maybe a few. You know, I keep thinking of that song. You know that song, "What a Girl Wants, What a Girl Needs." Yeah. <laughs> we should have got Georgia to sing it. Do you want to sing it? (laughs) No. What what decade is that from? I don't even know. You guys are probably like, what song are they even talking about? Okay. So, girls, this is what the single girls said, is the one thing, the one thing, if they had to choose one, that they would look for in a guy. So, the first one I thought was quite good, emotional intelligence. I think that's important. Yeah, I, I guess so. You guess so. Do you not? Well, what, what's emotional intelligence? Well, EQ. Yeah, but what is it? Well, it's it's understanding your emotions, um, hmm. other people's emotions. Yeah. Being being aware of where you're at, I guess, stable. Yeah, and that's pretty important. I, I thought that was probably right up there for me. It's not my number one, <clears throat> but it'd be up there. Well, I guess it would it would definitely strengthen the relationship if there was a higher EQ levels going on. If there were like yeah, 
Well, if think they, of the opposite. If they weren't in touch, then it would be, it would be, <laughs> it'd be shocking. I reckon social intelligence is also important. I agree. Like, if you were a bumbling fool socially, I'd think I'd just really struggle. <laughs> I have my moments, but... <laughs> you don't. You're actually good. You've got good social intelligence. Oh, but... What about and when I'm trying to find you in a crowd, at a crowded oh, food court and God. waving you down and... Yeah, yeah, but you're, that's your humour. Okay, okay humour's another one. Humour was another one that single girls said. I, I definitely wouldn't put that as my number one thing. In fact, it was actually... Do you know what I've noticed, babe? A lot of what the single girls put down, they were good things, but they weren't, I, I don't think, the most important thing to look for in a guy, which does kind of show me that maybe our girls don't know what to look for or aren't being taught what to look for, which is why I wanted us to chat today. Or, or are they the things that people are supposed to be saying that they're looking for? Like who's yeah. setting the tone, who's setting the narrative for what what you're supposed to be looking for? Yeah, that's true. But humour is important, and yes, Cameron does really embarrassing things, so he knows I don't like being embarrassed in public at all. You don't like making a spectacle. I do not. Or attention drawn to you or our family at any one given time. So I I think that's good for... um, (laughs) It's good to push you out of your comfort zone. No, that's just embarrassing. So if we're like in a food court, and I'm not observant, so Cameron knows that usually if I'm looking for him, I, I cannot see him for all... Like ever, like or you're I'm, coming I'm in terrible. late into a movie theater, yeah. and I'll stand up when everyone <laughs> else is sitting down, and I'll wave and my hands, wave and wave, and he thinks it's funny. and I, and I, I yell out, Renee, Renee, because that's how my dad says my name, Renee, Renee. Okay, here's another one that girls thought. I thought this was interesting that he serves in church. That's cool. What just serving in church? Yeah, I think that's good, but it's not. For me, not that's just still... serving in church. Sorry, I didn't mean a lot. No, that. no, no, no. I mean, serving in church is important, but honestly, that's not a number one thing that I looked for in a guy. Like, I think I definitely you serving in church meant that we shared the same values, which was serving God, right? Which is important. Yeah. But honestly, I think sometimes serving in church can actually do the opposite, where someone might be so busy in church they're not attending to their relationship. It can be the other way too. True, but. But serving in church, what about overarching themes that, that that's a component of, like such as pursuing the call of God? Yes. Pursuing God. And that yes. outworks yes. In, in a role potentially, a responsibility in the life of the church. Yeah, but it's still not the number one thing I'd look for. Which, by the way, I every all the girls would agree someone that loves God, right? Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a given. The- that's a given. But even if you're listening to this podcast and you're not, um, you're not in church, you don't, you know, you don't have the same Christian faith that we do. What we're saying really is that um, for me, having someone that loves God, it just simply means that we share the same values. I think that's what is important. You need to have someone that shares the same values as you. But anyway, we're assuming that everyone here loves God. So there you go. All right, the next one, um, they they wanted somebody, single girls thought that they need someone who's humble. Yeah. Humility. Yep. So um, well, understanding, I guess not arrogant. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you know, okay, not arrogant. Boastful. I thought you were arrogant when I met you. Confident. <laughs> That's what we Confident. <laughs> Confident. Confident um, in who I am. Yeah, humble. It, humble's interesting. Humility. I, 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But I, probably, again, not one of my number ones. But in, I don't even... Well, no, I don't want you to be arrogant, but humility is probably not... Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that one. Okay. You've got nothing more to say on that, do you? You're stuck on that one. I just think it's an interesting point. Like, was that coming through quite often or was that just one No, person? that was a one-off. That was yeah, okay. a one-off. Yeah. All right. Um, someone who will move mountains to be with me if he has to. Yeah. So someone who's who's wanting to pursue in the relationship, not just sitting back and... Yeah. Um, absolutely. Well, that was... I did that with you. I pursued yeah. you hard. I know who this one came from. You know who that one was from? That's from Shani's mum. Oh, that's cool. I know. Shout out, Linny. I think that's true. I think you do want to be someone with someone who will fight for you. Well, I think that's what a man is supposed to do. Ooh, okay. Leave that for later because we're going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. I think you've hit on something there, Linny. Okay. An amazing personality. I, I think an amazing personality that like that sort of conjures up imagery of someone who's got a really charismatic out there um, personality. I think someone who's authentically themselves. That yeah, that's a good point. I, I find like so if you're if you're quiet and reflective, and that's true to who you are, then that's your authentic self. That I yeah. think being your authentic self is your true personality. That's the most attractive thing. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And because what what is an amazing personality to me is not necessarily what another girl would consider an amazing personality. So that's also dependent on what you think makes up an amazing personality. Totally. totally. Okay. um, Someone who's uh, honest. 100%. Honesty builds trust. Without trust, there is no strength in relationships. So there's got to be an openness, honesty, and transparency right from the get-go in the relationship and and build trust at a a massive depth. And I would say, you know, a lot of people say, oh, first year of marriage is so hard. I don't think it has to be if you're honest in the dating stage. Absolutely. Like you can get to know each other, be honest, um, understand, you know, come to an understanding of where your values are, what your goals are, all through that, you know, that dating and engagement period. Yeah. So it's not like, a nightmare that yeah. first year of marriage like some of the horror stories that you do here ours yeah. wasn't like that at all no it wasn't but we spent a lot of time before we got married mind you we didn't date for very long but we had a good friendship we had a really good friendship to start with in fact i don't know if anyone put friendship i think someone did which i would agree with because i remember when i went to to russell to talk about you and i said oh cameron and i would be a disaster Remember that? I said, oh, we're a recipe for a disaster. He goes, no, but you guys are really good friends. So you've got the recipe for a great relationship. Yeah, totally. So friendship is important. Why, why did you say that? What, because we're both strong and, and in our own um, convictions and views or we're, we're, we're quite healthily independent? <laughs> you were so different to what I expected, actually. What, from when you first met me or... When I first met you and we first started looking like we were, we were maybe potentially going to date, you were not what I expected. You were better than what I expected. Did you, you had <laughs> like, what, low, no, I didn't low expectations? Th- no, I, I had this weird kind of thought that because I'm a nice person that I would perhaps marry someone 
you know, God would put me with someone that I didn't really love, 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 but I'm a, I'm a nice person, so I'd marry them and I'd be obedient to God. I, does that make sense? What? So you, you <laughs> felt sorry for me? You did. No, 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 it was the opposite. So I thought I'd marry someone that wasn't as good as you. Oh. So when you came along, I was like, oh, like you were, like, for example, you were, you were tall and athletic and sporty. And I was not, so I didn't think I'd ever anyone like you who was so sporty and athletic would be yeah, attracted that, to someone like those me. Those attributes who was nerdy. aren't really helpful twenty years on. Well, see, that's a good point. But but that was my view back then, Although twenty I'm quite years fit ago. Still. <laughs> oh, okay. Quite he, tidy. Always, he always identifies with the athletic people. Like if there's someone athletic, there's a common bond. on TV. Cameron always uses the word we, like we. We, like he identifies with them. <laughs> we are athletes. Okay, yeah, but what I'm, I think what I'm saying is, but don't forget, I came from, I came from a single parent home, so I didn't really have much of a, a huge relationship with my dad because he was interstate, and so I probably was a bit intimidated. I think by having a relationship with a guy that scared me. Right. You know, but I that. was warm and open and caring and considerate and well, thoughtful. No, actually. Thoughtfulness grew. <laughs> no, do you know what it was? You were confident. You were so confident that you pushed past those things in me. It wasn't It wasn't so... Yeah, you were caring and you were thoughtful. But I think what got you past me is... I think you could have been afraid because I kind of pushed you away. But you were so confident. This is why I, I use the word arrogant, but it wasn't arrogance. You were confident. But I was, leading, past- I was leading you. Yes, okay. But you know what? We're getting into our latest stuff. Okay, let's keep okay. going through our list. This is good, babe. You're doing good. 10 out of 10. Thanks for that. That <laughs> okay. felt quite patronizing. Someone, sorry. Someone, um, I read, uh, okay, someone who respects their family. Respects the family that they're in or the, 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 Probably both. the partner to come's family? No, I think, I think more like you are respectful of your own family. You show respect to your family. Therefore, you'd show respect to the, the family that you you're going to create together yeah that'd be fair because be fair? i guess the the greatest teller of the future is current behavior or pre-existing behavior so so if you want to see what someone's like yeah just have a look at how they've been conducting themselves in the lead up to meeting because <clears throat> people don't just change overnight you know people do say though that how you treat your mother is how you treat your wife but i don't agree with that because um, I think sometimes you're really mean to your mum sometimes. No. Like you're a lot more... That's not true. You, no, you love your mum to bits. But, Absolutely. But you push back a lot more with your mum. Like you don't necessarily listen to her opinion that much, but you'd always listen to mine. I don't think you treat us the same. You love us both. No, but... I, well, yeah, when I was younger, mm. mum's opinions held really true to my life and, and my future. That's but true. But I've grown in my own self and my own opinions and my own own views on lives a lot of them being governed and steered by yeah. by mum initially yeah. and set me on the track and on the course around god and the church yeah but now i'm quite strong in my views yeah very strong we'll talk about that after okay <laughs> okay someone i thought this was an interesting one someone who's gentle <clears throat> do you think that's important i think so i wouldn't put it as a number one but i think it's important absolutely you don't want someone rough and a bully and yeah. and uncaring. That yeah. you want to know that they're sensitive and gentle. Yeah. But you also want to know that doesn't mean that you don't have strength. You're very strong, but you're very gentle with me. Yeah. I think. 
I think so. And that's important. Um, someone who's got great work ethic. Yeah, big time. Absolutely, and that actually will lead. That, that's a big, that's a big core value in in our family, in our church. Yeah. In our leadership. Yeah. Work ethics, massive because there's great reward for hard labor or hard work. Hard labor. Hard labor. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah. absolutely. And I think a lot of these are touching on. I can't wait to get to the end part where I want us to share what we think is the most important thing to look for in a guy, because really a lot of these come under the umbrella of that particular thing. Yeah, because if you if you're lazy, oh, you absolutely your future is diminished. Yeah, the possibilities of your future are diminished. There is no way I would look twice at a lazy guy. So how can you tell that they're lazy? You just I, you just look. You look at. What kind of job they've got? You look at what they oh, do on. with their time. What do you mean? What sort of a job? Well, you still worked hard. Okay, so you were cleaning trucks at the time, and I was at uni, right? That didn't mean you were lazy. No, you, but, but you worked what, really you, you, hard. You used the classification of what sort of a job. You can be oh, a sorry, hard okay. worker at McDonald's. Yeah, that's a, what as I mean. Garbologist. How they? That's what I mean. Like, pastor. do they do they have a job? Do, okay. Do they like what do they do with their time? What are they going after? If they're just fluffing around what doing nothing. What about their nothing, appearance? Absolutely, their appearance, yeah. Like a lazy appearance or a... I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I would not have been with someone that was sloppy or slovenly. Do you know... Do you slovenly? Know, slovenly, yeah. Like you were really always dressed nicely. Well groomed. You always smelt nice. Yeah, you know what I can't, couldn't stand? Neck hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, I'm like... If you what about back hair? Neck hair, it's like a no go. So they have to be well groomed. <laughs> yeah, well groomed is important. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't wear casual clothes or be daggy around home. You know what I mean? But that that was important because everything about you says something about you. So, yeah. so if you don't have a job, that's a warning bell to me. If you for years are just fluffing around and don't aren't trying to achieve something. So I understand when people don't know maybe what they want to do with the rest of their life, right? But are they sitting back on their derriere, which is their bottoms, thinking about, oh, I don't know what to do with my life? Or are they just grabbing the ball by the horns and doing something? Even if you don't know if it's the right thing, but you're doing something and putting your energy and your time into something. Ambition. Oh, anyway, that's getting to the end bit. That's important. Yeah, I agree. And this is the thing. Even if you don't know what you are supposed to do in life, mm. um. When you're working for a boss, you're growing. Yeah. You're broadening your experience. You're um, developing yourself. You're obviously earning an income. Um, you're setting your life up. You're setting your future up by earning an income. Yeah. You, you're putting yourself forward. Yeah. And so, so you can continue to progress. Yeah. And 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 allow God to unlock what's on the inside yeah. of you as you're figuring it out. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so, so some of the don't things, be lazy. No, don't be lazy. And we'll get to that again at the end too. Okay, married girls. A couple of things the married girls thought were important. So this is interesting because these girls obviously are married and have got, you know, experience. Um, a guy who's committed to growing and that's in every area, God, marriage, family, life and calling. Yeah, I agree. And, and what I would say, um, even if there was a pause patch or there was a bit of... Um, Stagnance is that the word? Yeah. Stag yeah. Well, a good wife can know what buttons to press in the right in the right way to, I guess, get the husband 
get chugging again in growing. You've you've been that for me at different times. Yeah, but you don't have a history or a pattern of being stagnant, you know? Like no. you might have a down day, a couple of days, but you're not someone that by nature, I, I don't have to pep you up all the time either. No, not at all. But you you'd point things out that yeah. I might need to grow in. Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, and vice versa. Okay, probably, another thing. I'll probably identify a few more in you than <laughs> you do in me. <laughs> okay. Um, another one married girls said was important was trust. Yeah, I think I think we brought trust <clears throat> yeah. up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, another one, someone who loves you no matter what. Well, I think that should be a given. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> Love with... Um, well, it should be you're making a commitment towards someone they should love you no matter what yeah and that means loving you you know in bad moments good moments the everyday moments because infatuation they they say that that lasts for 12 to 18 months right and then after that you know you're not gonna it's not all about feelings so you've got to totally. you've got to have a commitment to love that's important um, again, someone said hardworking. Oh, oh, this is where the friend one came. One of the married girls said that you need to be friends. You need to look for a guy who's a good friend. I think that's important. Yeah, well, I think if you're not friends, you're doing life together. Yeah. So what is it? Just all the romance and all the love? Yeah. And then just what? Yeah. So the friendship is the base on which a relationship is built on. Yeah. Um, someone else said how he loves God. Look at how he loves God. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like if they're just um, fobbing off, not attending church, not yeah. engaged in praise and worship, always messing yeah. around on their phone during services. Yeah. And not engaging in, in the word, engaging yeah. in worship and pursuing mm. God. Like I used to be at all the prayer meetings, still am. Yeah. Now I'm leading the show, but I was always the first one there, the last one to leave. I couldn't get enough of God yeah. and his house. Yeah. And that was that was really attractive to me because that was my most highest held value. Yeah. And, and you reflected and that, that. Yeah. And that got outworked in serving people. Yeah. But I remember at the time, I remember being younger before I was married and seeing a lot of people get married and all of a sudden you never see them at church anymore. And that really used to annoy me. Me. Me too. Right? Because because you go, well, hang on a second. Were you just at church to find a guy? And obviously your faith with God and your um, your commitment to serving God was just based around finding a guy. And then when you think you've got what you want, you, you take off. Yeah, so your life's up and going now. Yeah. And now it's like I, I all of a sudden that. you take a, a left turn. It's yeah. like, well, where, where were you all going in the first place? It's like, yeah, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, a couple of others, and then we'll get into what you and I think. Um, em uh, emotional intelligence came up again. Effective communication is important. Absolutely. Like, a guy needs to know how to express himself, his feelings, his emotions, and that, that's not always easy sometimes mm. for guys. And so girls should be patient there to some degree, but then you do learn to get into a bit of a flow in the way you communicate. And so I'd say in that dating period or as you're building that friendship with a guy... There has to be some level of chemistry and connection that's going on there because we we would we would talk for hours. We used to talk. We still do. Yeah, absolutely. We what, talk how many a times lot. a day would I ring you? Five? Oh, like yeah, four or five times a day. Or you text me, 
you always tell me you love me. Like you texted me this morning, do you want a coffee? I love you. And and we've been married 20, how many years? Hang on, <laughs> I've forgotten. 22. 22. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's important. Communication. It's massive. It's really massive. And But that again comes down to you and I we're really good friends. How did we know we were good friends? We just got along so well. We always have, and we've always talked a lot. And and we talk through the hard issues of life. Yeah. Talk through our problems, yeah. finances. Yeah. Every area. Okay. Any more from that? Uh, selfless. Um, again, hardworking. Servant heart. So I think that pretty much covers what you guys thought. So I want to chat, babe, about what you and I think is, is you know, a couple of things around the most important thing. Can I just say this first of all? And again, anything I say, I mean, this is my opinion, but I do do research too. And I look at different, you know, different people that I look up to and I look at examples. But I really believe strong women, and this this podcast is particularly for girls in leadership. Yep. Strong girls look for strong guys. Well, you're very strong. I'm, totally. I'm not very strong. <laughs> Understatement of the year. So I remember when I was single, um, I was a very strong leader. I was just turned 20 and I had a teaching degree and I was full-time teaching. And I remember a lot of the other teachers were like, when are you going to date? When are you going to date? And I felt bad sometimes because I thought, oh, what's wrong with me? But I remember a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, Micheline Tyson, actually, his her son, her son, God. yeah, great woman of God, her son, John Tyson's one of the New York bestseller, by the way, like his books in New York, amazing. Running a great church. Running a great church. Um, and I remember she said to me, Renee, I understand what you're looking for and don't compromise. And it literally was like a word from God for me because I felt like all the other guys around me were not as strong as me. And I don't mean that arrogantly, but I didn't really respect them. And what, oh, it's raining. Oh my gosh. So one reason I didn't date them is because I felt like I was stronger than them. And then you came along. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what, no one's stronger than me? You were very strong. No, what I was, I, yes, there's a strength in me. There's no doubt about that. But I was focused and I knew what God had called me to do. Yeah. And so that's where the strength was coming from. It wasn't coming from um, in, it wasn't coming from the family that I'd come from. Mm. It wasn't coming from the fact that I played AFL football. That I, There's no doubt some of that gave me confidence. But the strength, I was on mission right from yeah. the get-go. When I came back to God at 18, 19 years of age, yeah. I knew God had put me on the, this planet to do one thing and one thing only, and that was to serve him and lay my life down yeah. for him and his church. So when yeah. I when I was from there for, I was on a mission. Well, who was the partner yeah. that God had put aside that we would be actually accomplishing God's objectives together? Yeah. That's where the strength came from. But can we talk about that for a minute? Because I see some guys that they feel called to ministry for example, or serving God, but they get so caught up on trying to find this perfect girl that ticks all the ministry boxes. And I think that's wrong because I what, think... Like the, the, the chick that can sing or the one that can preach or the one that's yeah. the pastor's daughter or... Yeah, like I didn't look at you like you were some excellent ministry partner. I, I didn't look at it like you like that. Like first and well, foremost... At that stage, I was only in care, like 
You're cleaning trucks. Yeah, but from a ministry point of view, I was like running a, a, a cell group running... of 15, 20, 20 well, guys. and that's because you, I was your leader and then the group grew so quickly that it split and so you became a leader. It but did... I was still over you, remember, because I was a regional assistant. It wasn't assistant a split. A split Matt... it was a partition. It was a partition. I was a, regional, um, I was a regional assistant to Matt and Franca, so I was still over you even then, remember? Yes. But... So I didn't look at I don't I didn't look at it at all as in oh I'm going to be a pastor one day and so I've got to find someone who ticks all these boxes. Or in my heart it was like I want to serve God with all my heart. Who has God got for me? Well I think but we were in a great culture and a great environment where we were encouraged to seek out and pray for who God would want us to marry. Yeah. So there obviously needs to be like natural attraction, physical attraction, there needed to be trust yeah. and there needed to be um, all of those other characteristics and, and values yeah. that, that the other girls are written there. But yeah. underwriting, or not underwriting, but o- overriding each and every one of those things was there was a sense that God was putting us together yeah. for his purpose. Yeah. And I and I and all I can say is I felt that in my gut and in my heart, there wasn't a tick box list that I had of, you know, well, I'm so sure about what my life's going to be and Cameron fits into that. So I think you were saying it to me the other day, who you're with on the journey is more important than where where you're going because where where you go and how you outwork, that changes. Yeah. But who you're with, you are with that one person the rest of so, your life. So you think, so we were at one church pretty much our whole lives. Yeah. Like we're in our young 20s. Yeah. To some degree, we probably thought we were going to be in Adelaide and that one church for the rest of our lives. But there was we also did. there was also another component that was, I guess, trained into us. Yeah. Um, that whatever God wanted us to do, wherever he wanted us to go, whatever he wanted us to do, we would do it. Yeah. So we'd put careers on stall. Yeah. We would move cities, move countries. Yeah. Move to a whole nother um, environment to actually outwork the thing that God had put in us. So yes. we were looking for partners yes. that were compatible, that pursuing God and being obedient to his calling yeah. was preeminent to everything. And that that's the centerpiece yeah. of our marriage. That's yeah. the, That was the centerpiece of those early um, dating conversations yeah. and then obviously an engagement. So yeah. so we got that right. That was the holy grail, well, so to speak. that's putting God first, right? God totally. was first. Then you're in my relationship second. And then ministry and how that gets outworked is third. Because I think too many people put a lot of emphasis on ministry. But if you don't have your home life right and your relationship right, ministry doesn't matter. It needs to be an overflow of your relationship with God and a good relationship with your partner and at home. Yes. That's what I think. So... Okay, so I still haven't said that the one thing that girls, I want to help girls understand that they should be looking for. It kind of fits in with the whole strong women do look for strong men. Right. Um, what girls most want is this, a man that they can admire. And within that, someone, if you can admire a guy, what does that look like? There's three elements to that. And it's their strength, their integrity, and their ambition. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice. So their strength, their integrity, and their ambition. I think that covers everything. I think all the stuff we we talked about before, all of those things come under the umbrella of can I do I admire you? 
if you if you treat your family well, I admire that. If you've got a hard work ethic, I admire that. If you handle money well. If you handle money well, I admire well. Treat people well, I admire that. And the amazing thing is, and we're going to do another podcast on this because I don't want to do a spoiler alert, but what does a guy look for in a girl? And it actually fits together, but I don't want to go down that path just right now. But like if we look at strength, I admired how strong you were. You knew what you wanted and you went for it. Once you worked out what it yeah, was totally. that you wanted. Well, even though it wasn't 100% clear, I was moving in that direction. Yes. With with yeah. with like with everything within me. Yeah. I remember yeah. one thing you said to me about I think it was in the first year of marriage and you were saying um you've got a great reputation that was really important to me. Did I say that? Yeah, and I was like <laughs> I was a bit like, "Oh, really? Like what do you mean?" That's she true. goes she goes she she i'm right here um you said to me it was really important to me the guy that i was going to marry he had a great reputation and i was like oh that's cool i'm i'm so she's like you're well loved you're well spoken of yeah you are well respected yeah and i was like oh that's pretty cool because i probably was still growing in my own confidence and who i was in god yeah but that's because too i didn't i hadn't known you for that long and it is a risk when you marry someone and you've known them for maybe one or two years. And so for me, a reputation meant people who had known, known you a lot longer than me were testifying to you, your character. Yeah, right. And who you were. That's cool. Yeah. But strength on its own is good, but strength needs to come with integrity because you can be a strong bad man, <laughs> you know, it, there can be guys who are strong, but it doesn't mean that they're good men with integrity. You had strength and integrity character yeah well integrity character yeah similar similar thing um and i had a lot of strength i had a lot of respect for you and that i think for me one of the greatest things and i've always said this is i actually respect you which is what i'm saying here i admire you that's important that's to me the most important thing so so what drew you to me initially because maybe a lot of girls are are wondering that like how do you know see we're talking about this strength and we're talking about integrity and yeah. i remember the first time i saw you the very first time i saw you you walked past me at mcdonald's and you just shaved your head it was in the 90s and i remember thinking who would shave their head <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like a physical attraction no, I, I remember thing thinking footballers that did. i i was attracted to you as soon as i got to know you it was your strength it was absolutely how strong you were. So how did that look? Oh, now you're testing me. Um, Well, how much you loved God, how committed you were. You you just had your, everywhere I looked in your life, you had your life together. You you were working hard at your job. You were saving money hard. You um, you looked after yourself in every way. You had a car, you, and, and not that I was big on cars or whatever, but you just had, oh, I know, I know, this is what I'm trying to say. You took responsibility for yourself in every area and that's probably what I admired the most. I think if a guy takes responsibility, I, it made me feel really safe with you. I knew that you would then take responsibility for me, for when we had kids one day, when it came to our finances, when Getting it came to house. having a house, mm. when it came to, I trusted you when you said that you felt God talk about moving to Queensland because you take responsibility for your life and that is what I admire. Oh. And you and you had ambition as well. Ambition? Mhm. Is 
is ambition a good thing? I mean, you were always going somewhere. Like I knew life with you would be an adventure. Yeah. So you well, knew where you were going. Yeah. And and this is the thing. For me, it was like I like remember, you know, as a young as a young boy, God spoke to me very clearly as yes. a thirteen year old that that God was gonna give me a wife and we were gonna be pastors and we were gonna see souls saved and I wrote it in my little diary with yeah, the little lock and so key. Cute. You were thirteen. But this this was the thing. I didn't know this at the time mm. but obviously years later, on my own, as the word of God says, I, I I had a certain amount of influence that I could or reach and impact that I could have for God on my own. That whole scripture, one can take a thousand yeah. to to flight, but two can take ten thousand. Yeah. So here's you and I individually sort of a thousand each. Yeah, taking a thousand, yeah. And so there's a couple of thousand per se. And and so the bringing of us together or the coming of, of our relationship and marriage together around the purposes of God, all of a sudden our impact and our reach was increased. Yeah. Tenfold. Tenfold. It's not like one could take 1,000, so two was going to take 4,000. It wasn't yes. just doubled. It means yeah. you, you're with the right person. It's multiplied by 10 the effect you can individually coming together yeah but babe do you know what i reckon a lot of guys do a lot of guys just fluff around and don't really go for a girl they just they fluff around they think oh if i have coffee with her everyone's gonna think you know that whole oh everyone's gonna think i'm gonna want to date her so for me i wasn't a hundred percent certain there was a there was a few girls that were at church i thought okay maybe they could Maybe they could be the one, so oh, really? to speak. Yes. <laughs> and so I would go out in groups. Yes. And then I would have have um, conversations with them in, you know, the yeah. end of tables and different things like that. Um, you'd go back to people's houses and, you know, and watch a movie or TV and yeah. play billiards or whatever or table tennis. Billiards. And, <laughs> and um, eight ball. Um, but, the, but then for me... I wasn't going after just the prettiest girl that you're absolutely beautiful, but it, that wasn't the right. that, that wasn't the awesome. number one driving factor. It yeah. wasn't the the one that had the most money or the best career pathway going forward. Yeah, I was only interested in God. Who have you got for me? And yeah. so I was constantly seeking God, not like a desperado. Yeah, but I was like, I was open ended as to God. Who's the person that you've set aside for this? the purposes of you that we're going to accomplish together? Yeah. And that was always, in every time I moved towards a girl, I wasn't like asking deep spiritual questions and trying to ask their no, five, ten year vision. That was just gumby. Like I was just starting as build a friendship. Yeah. And then, okay, that's cool. And then seeing if there's more of a connection and then going from there. Yes. Where you probably snuck up on me. Yeah. Well, we had a great yeah. friendship and, and I had that with many Because you had a lot of other girls. You love it when I say this, I know. But you had a lot of girls interested in you, right? And they were. The oh, really? Pop, the pop- <laughs> they were the popular girls and the pretty girls. And I I just, I just was the smart girl that loved God and, and pretty. was, well, maybe-ish. And, and was teaching. And I did. I had my life together, I must say. The other girls were flopping around. But we were both whole. We didn't need a guy or a girl no. to become complete. No. The whole Jerry Maguire thing. You, you, you no. complete me. So, Although we do complete one another. 
Yes. Now. So that did surprise me about you, actually, that you could have picked any, you could have picked anyone. But anyway, that's probably a whole other podcast. So what was it about me that got into your heart? But that's another podcast. Okay. <laughs> so, so, um, so you're going to have to come back for more. That was good. That was a little bit longer than normal. That was 40 minutes. Is there oh, any, any last minutes? words of wisdom, babe, for, for any girls here that... You know, I know we've got girls of all ages, younger, but also girls in their thirties who are single and waiting for that right guy. What would you say? So my advice would be is that um, exactly like what you were told by Micheline, mm. like don't settle for second best. Is that what she said? Yeah, she goes. I know what it is you're waiting for. Don't compromise. Wait don't for compromise. it. Don't compromise. Absolutely. And so yeah. So so often there's this pressure. Mm. You know you. I think it's almost a little bit stronger in Christian communities where you've got to find yeah. the partner, you've got to get your life started younger. Yeah. It's like I was keen to get my life started with my future, yeah. you know, wife to be yeah. and get things up and going. But it wasn't dominating the headlines. It wasn't driving me. That wasn't my number one pursuit. Yeah. I was open, interested, and I always had this very simplistic viewpoint and I reckon this is a good encouragement for every single girl out there and even guy listening mm. is that that um, the steps of a righteous man the steps of a righteous woman are ordered by the Lord yeah so so if you're pursuing God's will for your life yeah and there's a partner that is a part of that then that simplistic trust and hope and that faith in God yeah he'll bring that person across your path and that's yeah. what happened with you and I I was yeah, out there yeah. foster king. Um, I was out there. Is it this one? Is it that one? Having conversations with everyone. So I was sort of putting myself out there, building relationships and friendships with a lot of girls. Mm. Not like a lot of girls. No. But you know what I mean? I, no, but God bringing healthy our Healthy relationships. Path, yeah. And God bringing our path together was actually a miracle in itself. Because we, we, we couldn't we have orchestrated in, that. We could not have orchestrated that. You... We, we moved in two very different circles. Totally. Even when you first came back to church, your friendship group was completely different. You were in the Our young adults. Our paths didn't really uh, cross until uh, we worked together in ministry. Then Russell put you and I together as assistant and leader in a, in a life group. And then it went from there. I never... So I think that's where you've got to trust that God's going to bring that person so, across So every path. time we tried to figure it out, like you with a few guys, me mm. with a couple of girls, it never panned out. Because yeah. we were trying to figure it out and work it out. But when we yeah. sort of just realized, God, you've got this sorted. Well, we were just busy serving God. And then we stumbled across each other. And I had to drive you home because you didn't have your license. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up all the time. <laughs> so, Keeping yeah. me humble. But no, I, I agree. God God will, we've got to trust God to bring that. Totally. Bring our past so that was a together. very long-winded answer. That but, was long-winded. But you've got to put your trust in him. Yeah. That whole that whole adage of promotion doesn't come from the east or the west, but it comes from the Lord yeah. from on high. Yeah. Thanks, babe, for joining us today. Will you come back maybe oh no, maybe next week or the week after and do one on the opposite on what a guy is looking for in a girl? Help us out. If that's what you need and that's what you feel like your audience <laughs> They love it. They yeah. love hearing. That's the other real popular uh, episode um, is the one we did on Valentine's Day. Hey, great job, babe, with the podcast. 10,000 streams and downloads. And it's awesome hearing the influence and the impact. And you're helping people in an amazing way. Well done. And I do love that the community is really authentic too. Like 
that's why even with the even with the giveaway i didn't do i didn't try and get more more followers through doing that giveaway that's just not my heart at all and i want to practice what i preach and model but, what i'm teaching but the girls. at the same time share it everybody because Renee's yeah. got great things to say. And if it's been a blessing to you and it's ministering to you, why don't you share the love and share the hope and um, and and help more women find mm. out who they are and what God's called them to be. And the boys are listening too. So, hey. <laughs> All right. Okay. Make sure you come back next week. We love you all. Thanks, babe. Bye. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast.